When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. What's going on, everybody? I declare war 49ers Browns, the battle of the defenses. I got John Chapman here with me because it's John Chapman Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Stick around. We're going to break it down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Wayne Breezy Show. It's your host, Wayne Breezy, and I got the sidekick like none other, the John, the Lamar, the Chapman. He gets three thes in all three of his first names. John, what's going on, baby? Man, it's Friday. I am so glad to be here. Last week, it was incredible hanging out with your the man, Wayne Breezy and shooting the video and the tailgate, the dismantling the Cowboys was incredible. I, I want to put last weekend top five experience uh, NFL wise uh, for me. Whenever you group it all together, it was incredible. It was a great weekend. Community great flexed, weekend. man, which was so cool. But we just keep on rolling, baby. And it's week six. We got this crazy matchup. I love the I declare war. Used to play that game all the time. I'm about to go play it in by One, myself. Two, three, two, three, four. Yes, yes. One, two, three, turn. Yes, yes. I'm trying to get my son, you know, he takes his time. I'm trying to get him to understand, like, we simultaneously, kid. Like, we, you know, my son be finding ways, ways little ways to kind of, like, cheat. Oh, that was me, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're playing to get the stacked deck. I'm counting cards. I'm shuffling a certain way. Whenever I get the aces in the three-card war, I know where those aces going to be. I'm going to match those with your kings. I'm taking it over, baby. It's all up here. I love it. And we play with deuces, so deuces are oh. wild. Yeah, and so that trumps the ace. Uh, and if you can get a couple deuces in your deck, man, you're good to go. Hey, 
Everybody, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Listen, the Breezy Bunch crew's in the building. Peachy started it off. Thanks for tuning in, Faithful. Make sure to smash that like button, guys. Uh, Peachy, you were missed this past weekend, but I tell you what, you're going to enjoy all the video when it comes out in about two weeks, man. It's going to be great. Boss is in the building. What's up, Niners family? And yes, we will be the defense. That'll be the most ferocious this weekend. Where's my dog sound? There it is. That's mean. That's oh, mean. score prediction. Oh, 37 to 10. That, that's, a roddy. that's a Roddy. That's a Roddy. That was a Roddy. That, that was definitely a Roddy. The, the one from Martin. The, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Matter of fact, Debo had all black on going into the Dallas game, and I, I hit Debo up. I was like, dude, you look like Martin Payne from that episode where he had the fake Rottweilers to stuff animals, man. Uh, Red and Gold Bloody, good morning, Niner Faithful fam. Uh, Colin is in the building. Eddie G and the Bulldogs, happy Friday. What up, Faithful? Marty Marr, uh, Nigel. I didn't know PJ Walker was still in the league. Yep, we're going to talk about him today. Uncle Scott's in the building. I see Melissa Bro Montana out there. My cousin Snoop is out there. Don't bother me. He's in the building. Yo, yo, yo. All-star lineup in the chat today. We got to meet him uh, this past yeah, weekend. Yeah, Steven's good dude man yeah that, he's man. a good dude great dude great dude oscar what's going on family melissa i see you out there collie what's good bro nick nice all right man everybody's in the building remember if you are watching this joint go ahead and subscribe to the channel now listen you can also subscribe to the channel all you got to do is click on the at symbol and john chapman's name 49ers rush click on that joint it'll take you right to his page go ahead and subscribe to his channel if you're not already subscribed John, Appreciate we got a lot to get down to um, because this is, you know, on paper, statistically, this is going to be the greatest defensive battle probably all season. Like, you got the number one defense and then the number three defense. I kind of wish somehow they can play each other. It's not how football works, but I wish you could put defense on defense and just, John, before we break stuff down, like, give me a quick synopsis on the Cleveland Browns defense and then a quick synopsis on the 49ers defense. You know, my favorite thing about the Browns and Jim Swartz is their D.C., which we all know about Jim Swartz. You remember the the khaki, you know, handshake and over-aggressive pat, you know, that took place between Harbaugh Can't and him ball. whenever he was with the Lions. So let me just say this. Swartz is one of my favorite defenses to watch tape on because it's so incredibly sound. It's probably the closest, and it's not like he's ripping off what we do because he's been doing it for longer since we've been doing it. It's so close to the same thing. Dominant defensive line that just get upfield as fast as they can and sound on the back end. They run the most single high man pressure. Last week, the Cowboys were the most single high man pressure. They changed up. They ran a bunch of halves against us. But the Browns probably won't. And so very sound on the back end, aggressive, penetrating up front with a four-man front. So we're getting a true even front. I, I mean, this is – we're so similar. And defensive styles, if you look at the Niners, we are not that penetrating force with our D-line. We stop the run first. That is not the Browns' MO defensively. We stop the run to create the opportunities to rush the pass. Browns, they just rush upfield every damn play, no matter the situation. First down, second down, third down, don't give a down. They're just going. And so a little bit different on the back end. We do a lot more off coverages, zone with cover three, quarters, even halves. Um, they do a lot more man cover one where it's man across the board with a single high safety. That's what they want to do. And so 
similar but different. Yeah, when you look at the Niners, it looks like they're playing cover one, but then they back those DBs up a little bit. It look, but it, I know, but it, it looks just, that way. It looks that way, which I think last year I felt we played more cover one, and then this year we're playing a disguised cover one, but it's really cover three, cover four, mm-hmm. like. The, the defense that we're playing, we're 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 backing up, giving up the underneaths, playing in those zones, not getting beat deep. Occasionally, we'll give up an explosive play here or there, but yeah, that that's typically like what we're doing this year. So I'm glad you even brought that up. Now, John, I gotta talk about this because people, you know, one thing that we do here on the Wayne Breezy channel, we do a Madden simulation, John. And I love it, I, man. I know you love it, and I'm sure you didn't sit for two hours and watch it like these other uh, wonderful faithful, right? It's, it's, I retweeted listen. it, though. I, listen, it's tough. <laughs> Bro, it's tough for me to even sit and do it, right? So I can't, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying the score. Look at this combined score, John. Wait, that's wrong. Let me get the right combined score. You ready? Look at this combined score. Madden had the combined score over 100 points, John. They drunk. The whole game was drunk. Like, drunk. like the way that our defense was so piss poor. But we'll both were. Look, their defense gave up 59. We did score seven on special teams. You'll be happy. Uh, listen, Jimmy, Demetrius Flanagan fouls, forced a fumble. Ray Ray McLeod picked it up, ran it in for a touchdown. First touchdown of the year, right? And so it was interesting to watch this. The 49ers ended up winning by 12. Uh, uh, Brock Purdy did have an interception, second interception in the Madden simulation all season long. But to be fair, it was before the update came with the upgrade because Brock Purdy is being upgraded. Madden put that out. So it was before that. Or 59 before he got upgraded? Mm, yes. That's scary, right? Minus seven. So what's that, 52? Yeah. Yeah, so look, Mooney War was getting cooked in this game. And so I want to I talk about it. Now, I did let's start Deshaun Watson because he wasn't officially ruled out by the time I played. Those are my rules. You got to be ruled out before I start the game. Now, if I play it again, and P.J. Walker wasn't even in the game, so it would have been DTR anyway, right? But that was what it was. Just a quick recap. If you guys didn't get a chance to watch the Madden simulation, please watch it. It's very crazy and entertaining, and, you know, you will be pulling out your hair or whatnot but it was good all right it was good now since we're talking about the injuries let's go ahead and get to the injury report dre greenlaw pops up on the injury report for the 49ers with a hamstring injury did not practice yesterday uh elijah mitchell with a knee injury and aaron banks with the shoulder injury were limited in practice but they did practice looks like they're gonna get the green light thoughts about dre greenlaw though would this be a game that he misses with the hamstring injury I doubt it. Um, I seriously doubt it. You know, whenever it first was reported, it was a vet rest day. Then Shanahan cleared it up later uh, because he played the whole game. It wasn't really an issue, but tweaked up. Why not give him a little bit of rest? I hate that it's travel week, but, you know, that's going to be up to him. Now, here's what's crazy, Wayne, and I feel weird saying this because I'm your resident Dre Greenlaw guy. Yeah. If he's out, Oren Burke steps in, no problem. The, the depth that they have there, 
Oren Burks is playing out of his damn mind in such yeah. a limited rep situation. So I don't think I'm not too concerned about that, especially against PJ Walker, who, you know, PJ Walker, which I will say this, you know, talking about, you know, throwing the ball deep and all that stuff. PJ Walker throws a great deep ball. Like he he's not a good quarterback. He's a backup guy, but you know, four, seven speed at his pro day at temple played at temple. So, you know, he's tough as hell. And he could throw a good deep ball. Like it's funny because you look at his metrics, 5'11, 215. He's Brock Purdy. Like they're the same damn Brock might be one inch taller, but I got Brock at 6'1. Yeah. Well, okay. According well, yeah, to I'm, the I'm six foot then. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think but, Brock tree trunk legs make him feel like he's a little taller than what he is. Yeah. Yeah. He he he's up there. But I'm just saying they're similar. Um, you know, PJ's definitely faster, definitely stronger arm, but you know, it's a small quarterback. He's a smaller guy. He's under six foot and yeah, it's going to be fun. It's easy to discount. It really, really is. But you got to remember PJ Walker, who'd he play with last year? CMC, Sam Darnold, Steve Wilkes. I mean, come on, man. We, We know what this guy can do. Yeah, we definitely do. And this is to me, like, you know, you brought that up because I'm looking at the matchup and I'm saying to myself, all right, PJ's coming in there. We handled him <laughs> before. Uh, and now and last year, his all coach, his his old coach is going to be able to go in and tee off on this young gentleman. Now expect some runs, but he's not the typical running type of quarterback, but it's expect him to try to make plays with his legs. He's going to have to because this might be a game of for the pass rush, right? Eliminate the run, take away Jerome Ford, take away, um, oh my gosh, they brought him back. Take away him too and figure out how to force P.J. Walker to go one-dimensional. Uh, and that, that to me, will work in the 49ers' favor on defense. Let's talk about these uh, uh, injuries for the Cleveland Browns. You mentioned P.J. Uh, playing Walker. Uh, Deshaun Watson is officially ruled out. Now, the report was he was trying. He was practicing, but he just didn't have. Here's the report right here. I want to make sure I read it correctly. Um, this is per Diana Russini. Despite being medically cleared, which he was, Watson has worked hard with trainers to get back. It was explained to uh, her by a source. He just can't drive the ball at a high level in order to play any game. This is why he's been officially ruled out. You can call it what you want. I'm calling it, John, a business decision. Uh, the, probably the best business decision of his career because he was going to have to face a really tough defense. Yeah. And and let's be honest, the Browns' chances of making it to the playoffs do not hinge on this game. It is not a division game. It is not a conference game. It does not help with any tiebreakers besides overall record. Their path to the playoffs is win their division. This ain't it. And they're one and one in their division. They have all their opportunities ahead of them. And if Deshaun Watson's not 100%, you got to rest him. I mean, he's a coward. I'm just going to throw that out there. Definitely could have gone. He said he could have played last two weeks ago. He said he could have played two weeks ago. Went out there for warm-ups and just wasn't feeling right. Got pulled. Had a full bye week. And another week, he just looked out and saw the horizon. And he said, oh, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Hargrave, Tufunga, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not it's, feeling it, coach. It's funny, John, because out of all the games we should have went to, we could have had field passes uh, at this game for the ticket. I'm sure the prices for the tickets are probably two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, they try. We, Everybody knows what's coming. We picked the wrong game not to attend. Unfortunately, the 49ers rush won't be attending this game. But 
if you're going to the game, enjoy it, eat it, have fun. You get skybox seats for all I care. It probably costs you a hundred bucks sitting skybox. <laughs> Watch your 49ers. I, I just feel like the 49ers are gonna do some serious damage. What's going on, Miss Sin? Uh serious damage. So cool seeing her last week, man. It she was so great. She's just so cool, right? Like just always faithful, always in the building, representing from Absolute head to toe. Art, man. And beautiful, right? Uh let's talk about Joel Ben. Betonio, who's also been ruled out with his knee injury. Now, Miles Garrett, uh, David Njoku, uh, Miles Garrett practiced. He was limited yesterday. He has the foot injury. David Njoku, remember he had the burns. I actually saw a picture where it burned his face. That dude is tough as hell. You man. want to talk about? He played two weeks ago though. Now, hands and feet are his injuries. He did not practice yesterday. I probably wrote the wrong receiver name down there, but they have a Tillman game. And, yes, Watson is ruled out. Watson has been ruled out, uh, DJ Malone. So he will not be playing. All right. So, John, their injuries are injuries. How much will those injuries affect their game plan? Oh, it's huge. It's absolutely gigantic. Um, you know, the 49ers, and I feel so weird saying this, but, you know, we were talking before we went live, probably the healthiest healthiest team in the NFL right now, which is scary. It's it, different. It's, it's like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Do, it, do, 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 do. <laughs> we've never we've never experienced this m amount of health and wealth at the same time. I think that's what makes it scary. And, you know, obviously the quarterback's most important position in the NFL. It's not like Deshaun Watson's been playing great. But, right. man, you talk about Joel Batonio, he's one of the best. He's one of the best in the league at yeah. guard. And everything that the Browns do offensively and defensively is set up by establishing the running game early. Nick Chubb's out. Best, uh, I would argue the only running back in the NFL that even can be mentioned alongside CMC. Like, that's how good Nick Chubb is. He is I the got two, best but pure three, runner. Two, two to three. Who's your other one? I'm curious. Uh, I like Austin Eckler. Um, I, I think he's a, he's a, if, when he's healthy, he's a freaking weapon. And if you can get a healthy Saquon Barkley, I feel like he can do damage as well. Fair. Very it's fair, just that I mean. he plays for the terrible ass giants offensive line. So it's like so bad. Barry Sanders trying to reincarnate Barry, you know, remake of a Barry yeah. Sanders, right? He has to do it all. And, and so like, that's huge. Joel Batonio out. That changes everything because now you're talking about interior pressure allowed. They do not have another guard that has received a snap this year. So it's Wyatt Teller, who's great. Joe Batonio, who's great. That's their guards. They have a great offensive line. You've got Alex Leatherwood. You remember the first round pick? I do remember Alex Leatherwood from, from uh, Alabama. Yeah. And I they don't know him who's up? Yeah, they've got him. He has zero snaps this year. Luke Whipner, zero snaps this year. Drew Forbes, zero snaps this year. Do they kick a tackle inside? I don't know because no guard on their roster has snaps besides Wyatt Teller, who is starting, and Joe Batonio, who's out. So you're talking about green, baby. You know what I mean? Like fresh off the freaking bench going against first snap of the game. Guess who's going to be on top of them? Yeah, mm. that's right. Hargrave. And so – that's problematic, especially for a small quarterback like P.J. Walker having pressure in his face. Ugh. Ugh. It's just it, not that the Watson injury isn't bigger, but I was like, man, if they can get one of these guys, maybe their offense can stay on schedule. 
they got none of those guys, and it's just I do expect Njoko to play, and shout out to him, man. So much respect. I hate what happened to him. Accidents happen. That dude tweeted out, the flesh is weak mm-hmm. the day after he was in the hospital and played the next damn game I with his freaking even... skin falling off. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Imagine the pain in the face. Like all the, like the nerve. Like I just can't even imagine. But he, he, he wore a mask and he went out there and he played. So that, I expect him to play. I don't know how severe his hand injury is though. I don't know if there's burns to his hand. I know it was to the face. I'm not sure if he has a real hand injury. If he has a hand injury, that could be effective of him catching passes because who's going to be P.J. Walker's best friend in this game? Probably the tight end. Probably the running backs and some type of checkdowns. I don't think Jerome Ford is the best in pass catching, but he does have some pass catching touchdowns on this year. So, you know, that... It's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, offensively from the Browns. Uh, let's talk about this <laughs> point spread. So here it is. All right. You got the 49ers minus 10 at the Browns. I wish this was on your show because you could do a quick my bookie <laughs> promo. You could do it anyway. I could care less. This is your time. But go ahead and break this down for everybody, bro. Man, you know, when – Right when Deshaun Watson missed his first practice this week off a of bye week, you know, I, I tweeted out and put on, you know, our Patreon page in the 40 Irons Rush, go bet this right now. It was at minus five. I said, go bet this right now. This is only going to shoot up. And I know Coach Cruz, we've been talking. He got in right before I did. I got in at five and a half. I think he got in minus five points. My bookie's paying you back now. So, like, you can get 30% of your bet back. With the, before the game even happens, like you, you get you made thirty percent of whatever you bet, and you can cash out right now. Wait, because so it's it jumped up so much. So it, so you, you, you're at that mark, and yep. it's stuck. But now, if you waited, mm-hmm. oh, that's the oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. And so, hey, if you want to go over there, mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers four nine ers deposit bonus. But uh, like. This game is everybody was expecting it had the lowest over under, which means combined 
points from both teams. It was the lowest. It still hasn't really gone up. It's at 36 points. Vegas is saying this is going to be like a 26 to, I don't know, what is that, 13 game? Like, (laughs) don't be shocked whenever you see Sam Darnold in this game again. Um, in the fourth quarter, like it's not just fine for me, John, because when I do my Brock Purdy all 22 film, it's so much quicker. (laughs) Yeah, it was quick this week, man. It just boom, 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 boom. I was I was so happy, bro. I was I was like, yes, more Sam Darnold, please. More Sam Darnold, please. This matchup is isn't. I don't know about you, John, but I was never really concerned. It's the Cleveland Browns, and I don't care how much better they have come why doesn't this team pump fair into me you got their players talking trash did you hear the denzel ward uh or was it denzel ward statement i mean grant delpit spoke out too like like their defense is speaking before the game that's a big no-no a lot of that's just jim swartz like jim swartz which like that dude is like he's how, how do you say this? Like, he's an MFer in the best possible way. Like, Jim Swartz, like you saw it with Harbaugh. Like, he's a co- ultra competitor. We are who we are. We will fight anybody at any moment. And I love that. I love that attitude. And so that permeates this Browns defense, which is really damn good. And we, we talked about the offensive injuries. This Browns defense is great, in fact. However, the worst possible thing that the Browns could have going for them is being ranked above the 49ers defense when we're matching up against them like this very easily could be a quote-unquote trap game or letdown game but say that to Fred Warner say that to Nick Bosa when you look at the standings and you're the number two or three defense whatever it is you want to look at and then you see number one is the Browns ahead of you that's the worst thing that could have happened for Cleveland this week is to give the 49ers something to be pissed off about. And then you keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Um, <laughs> how's that work for Micah Parsons? Like, I, you know what I mean? And that was, and that was after the game. I mean, before the game, Micah Parsons was pretty much like giving the 49ers respect saying Brock Purdy was the real deal. How do you stop Christian McCaffrey and all those guys He, he that on his podcast, but then he was so hurt. After the game, he just spoke, I think, out of emotion, and it wasn't clarity, and he just spoke. But that's fuel, too, because now the Niners are going to – listen, if you you said one thing earlier on the show. You said the Niners are the healthy, healthiest they've ever been, and that, to me, is the most scariest aspect to their game it's because they're, com- it, they're coming in healthy. So, like, if they're coming in healthy, right – this is going to be scary for this, these other teams. Now, I know we did our score predictions before the season. We did our who, who was going to win. We did our win-loss predictions. Excuse me. I feel like it's going to shift. There's a possibility that the Niners will be 8-0 and by the bye week. Like, easily that's possibility. Scary, right? And that's yeah. scary. Right? Pending health. That's the only thing. I feel like the Niners are in full control of their destiny. And I think they toy with teams. Right? I think they, they play... They don't play down to the level of their competition, but they'll they know when to click the button to say, okay, this is too close, bam, let's get let's take over. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna see what's gonna happen against this tough defense. Melissa says, your thoughts on uh Ward talking trash. I know you just spoke on it. Listen, dumb, dumb. it's it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. It's just what? the wrong thing to do. 
Why would you talk trash to somebody that you're going to be playing against like Debo? And Denzel Ward's amazing. That dude is a hell of a corner. I have no problem putting him in top five in any metric for our corners. Like, he's that damn good. And shout out to Melissa. She's one of the best there is. But you just pissed off Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk. Why? Why? You've seen how they play when they're upset. Why would you do that? Like, Oh, Jax. Jax is cool. Hey, Jax, welcome to the show. She just gifted a membership. Of course, I missed who where it happened because it didn't pop up. Oh, here it is. Uh, gifted a membership. I3, the underscore I3. Welcome to the Breezy Bunch crew, man. Hope you cool enjoy that, it, man. man. All right. Thank you, Jax, for the gift. Um, look, I, what happened when Jalen Ramsey talked trash? Yeah. Didn't end well for him at it, all. It didn't, it didn't end well, John. Matter of fact, he's on a whole different team, and he ain't even playing right now. So let that sink in. Like, talk trash if you want to. Remember we did this episode? Remember a couple of Fridays ago before? It had to be the game before the Dallas game. Remember we talked about the offense being the aggressors, the offensive players. And I felt like we went through the offensive players and said who were the top dogs, like the most aggressive offensive players. And we had more offensive players than we did defensive players, John. Mean. Just mean, man. They dumb. That was dumb. So this is dumb. At, at least Grant Delpit's comments, you know, said that, oh, they ride in the, 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 the horse. I didn't right think now. that was trash. I, I didn't no. think that was talking trash. He was saying no. they're top of the NFL, and yeah. maybe that's when you want to hit them. Like, yeah. like, I didn't think that was disrespectful at all. Yeah. Like, I didn't think that was bad. I didn't think it was bad either. Uh, and, you know, I just, I just know that they're speaking. I guess they're, they're asked questions by their media and they're coming out and they're just, you know, how I'm just telling you right now. Here, here's here's what I want to say. Like we we all watched the last dance, and sometimes for Jordan to get like where he needed to be, yes, he had to create a narrative that wasn't even there. You remember when he was playing against one of the young pups and said, "Oh, he created a lie that this dude was talking trash." Went out there and destroyed this human being's soul in front of the world, and then afterwards you found out, yeah, I made that up. Like, but and then there's all the memes. Yeah, I took that personal. Like, you don't have to give the greatest team in the NFL, a reason to be pissed. Allow them to create that on their own, but don't give it to them. And you just gave it to them. You just gave them every opportunity to not overlook your team. Now they're focused on you. You got a bullseye on your back now, and I'm not sure you want that. PJ Walker, PJ Walker's sitting over there like, what? Well, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, and that's a veteran who's been in the league for – they, these are both veterans, but you yeah. can tell, like, you know, I, I don't know what type of notoriety Denzel Ward wants, but I'm assuming he's going to be covering, you know. I, I'd rather put Greg Newsom on Debo. I like that aggression. That's aggression. That like I like Greg Newsom. I think he's a dog. I agree. But whoever you put on Brandon Ayuk, he's going to get open. He's going to route you up. Like, that's the scary part. And they know? play 36% man. Man. Playing this is, man, man defense. I don't care who you are against it's, Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk, stupid. It's it's I, the Niners want you to play man. Brock Purdy wants you to play man. Brock Purdy Gosh. takes advantage. The 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 thing is, Brock Purdy trusts his man. That's the point. That's the problem. That's the issue for other teams. This is dumb. 
which is possible to where Miles Garrett will be a non-factor in this game, just like he was in 2019. He's so it's good. This, he's, he's so good. He's amazing. He's not I'm better talking than about, Williams, though. I'm talking about this game. You get what I'm saying? And guess what side he lines up on? Yeah, a defensive right, offensive left. Hashtag Silverback. <laughs> like, and that's good. Like, right? That's the that's Hall of Fame on Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame on Hall of Fame. Strong strength against strength. Like, what would you call? What would you call? Uh, Trent Williams' strength is it brute strength? Like, what would you call his type of strength compared to Miles Garrett' type of strength? Because they both are strong. Some strong mother sucks. You could make the argument they're the two most athletic people to ever play that position. Oh my god, freaks! Like, right? I mean, just absolutely incredible athleticism. Now, there's probably going to be some other names that you could put up there in those conversations. But you look at the strength of Trent Williams and the athleticism of Trent Williams, it's A1. Like, he is your prototypical left tackle across the NFL of all time. You throw other names in there, and there's names that belong there. There's no doubt about that. But you're not going to find anybody stronger than him. You look at Miles Garrett. He's your prototypical build. Huge freak athlete, 360 dunk on the basketball field, and amazing strength, amazing bend. Like, he is more talented than Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa's just more talented and refined in his pass rush moves and technique. He Miles doesn't have Garrett, the athleticism, yeah. No, he doesn't have the bend. He doesn't have the athleticism. He's got the strength, but Miles Garrett's taller, longer, more flexible, more explosive. And so that doesn't mean he's better. That just means if you're talking raw data, how you build Madden, create a player. It's, it's these be Miles Garrett. Yeah, it's Miles Garrett and Trent Williams. Those are your it's, two, and we get to watch it. And I'm pumped about that. I don't care how this game goes. You watch that matchup every single damn play. The battle of the trenches, and it's funny, John, because like when I think about Nick Bosa, how great he is. If only he had the athleticism of Drake Jackson, it he would be more he would be more incomparable to what yes. the prototypical status of what Miles Garrett is. Like Miles Garrett is that dude, but Nick Bosa is able to capitalize off of what he does. I mean, he's getting double teamed like too so much. I just wish he can go back to Ricky's season where they just <laughs> let him be who he was. They didn't know who he was and he could just go back out there and have some fun. So the Niners are still trying to figure out ways to free that up. And speaking of that, the Niners are looking to get Randy Gregory and some 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 meaningful snaps in this game. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, two days uh, he's been with the Niners like in pads on the field. This would be Friday, you know, their third, and that's kind of the walkthrough day. And so I'd say very limited, very, very limited. Um, maybe five to 12 snaps is kind of where I'd put him in. And if here's what I would do is if the game does get a little out of control, he's the guy I want in there late to get some snaps and learn on the fly and, you know, with those backups and whatever else. I think that would be huge. And sh uh, salute to you, Corey. Appreciate you, man. Um, My man Leo says breezy. How you doing, Niner fam? We got to play this game like their roster is all starters. Agreed. Remember I said we can't look down or play down to the level of competition, right? We don't want to get this to be a trap game. Do you consider this a trap game, AFC game, game that really doesn't particularly matter? Like, I Like I said, the, the, the one thing that sticks out to me is that their defense is ranked number one over ours. And so because of that, everybody's teed up and we're such a complimentary football team. If you're Brock Purdy, that matters. One, 
offensively, everybody wants to talk about how we're a system and whatever else. What do you do against the number one defense last week? You go out and you put up 40 on them. Well, now we've got back-to-back matchups against a number one defense. That Well, let's see what we're going to do. So I don't put this as a trap game just because, one, I don't believe in trap games too much, and sometimes you can let games down, but this ain't going to be it because they're talking trash, number one defense, yeah, let's freaking go, man. There's so many Ohio State guys out there, too. So if you're Nick Bosa, that's huge in and of itself. And so, no, I, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that buys into that. Maybe that's just the former coach in me and how you've got to hype your team up every week. And this team has bought in. And with the veteran leadership, Steve Wilkes, I tweeted out earlier today, I love Steve Wilkes. That is all. That dude, I love Steve Wilkes. Yeah. This is the best defense we have had. In a it, damn long time. It's it's so balanced, right? So now you're getting the upfront production with the pressures. Might not have the high number of sacks from the team, but we have the high number of pressures. We're top three in the league. And then when you go back and you look at the, the, the Niners are leading the league in interceptions, but I don't think anybody's talking about that right now. We have nine, eight interceptions on this year. Total nine turnovers. The Niners, I think, are number two in turnovers, right? Like, no one's talking about that. Like, that's defense. That's Steve Wilkes. All they see is Steve Wilkes playing off cover three, cover four, playing off in these little soft-ass zones, and guys giving up yards. That's all they see. But what they're not realizing is the Niners are only giving up 13 points per game, a little bit over 13. Let that sink in. That, my friend, I feel like I'm drinking Dos Equis. That, my friend, is the key. <laughs> I like it. That's my drink, man. You know what? You know, I know. that's my drink. That's my drink. We need a sponsor from Dos Equis for John oh and Fernandez Rush. I'm just, I could, man, I'm telling you, I could be your guy. Now, you know, you brought up turnovers. Steve Wilk says they're going to focus on two things. This offseason, there's two things we're going to focus on. Two things. One, limit explosive plays. Mm-hmm. Two, create turnovers. Well, Bang. guess what? They are number one in the NFL in both categories. That's what I'm saying. Top of the league, baby. You've given up. Okay, so what are explosive plays? Um, And there's different metrics that teams categorize this. Plus 10, plus 20, plus 30. There you go. Plus 10 rushing, plus 20 passing games. Mm -hmm. And I want to say I want to make sure I give credit to this. Uh, Arjun Minson put together this chart, and here we go. The fewest explosive run plays over 10 yards is the 49ers with four. Mm. Okay. Cleveland Browns have allowed nine and they played one less game than us. They've already had their bye week. Mm. Okay. Fewest passing explosive plays over 20 yards passing. The 49ers have allowed the least nine. Mm-hmm. One other team is tied with us. It's the Browns with nine. But again, they one played less one less game. So we've allowed 13. The next best in the entire NFL is the Browns with 18, but they played one less game. We're number one in limiting explosive plays. And Trainwreck has a question. He says, hey, guys, do you think the Browns' defensive rankings are inflated due to My who man. they played and how many games they uh, they played, right? And so, look, they can't help it that they had a bye week, but the numbers, are, their rankings are going to be a little bit higher because they have one less game. So that's the truth. That's what John just spoke about. It zeroes let's, out eventually, but their it, opponents it, are trash. They're Right. But let's talk about their opponents because they've beaten, uh, let's see, they lost to the Ravens. And I believe they lost to the Steelers. No, they beat the Ravens. They, they beat. beat they, 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 sorry, they beat the Ravens. No, no oh, my bad. 
Okay. Way wrong. You were okay. correct. I apologize. They lost to the Ravens. That was the best team that they played. They lost to the Steelers. That's a divisional game. And they beat they beat the Bengals. And who else? They beat they the beat? Bengals week one when, you know, Burrow couldn't move at all. Right. You know and what who I mean? Else like did they win. Um, they beat the Titans twenty seven to three, which the Titans are turning out to be the worst road team in the NFL. They can't okay. They're good at home. They're terrible on the road. And that's just kind of been who they are. So this is a great question, John, because we, if you want to talk about inflated numbers, taken away from that one less game, if you look at their opponents, John, I mean, they lost to a team we beat bad on, on the road. That's the Steelers. Yeah. Right? I don't feel like this game is going to even be a challenge. Like, I don't give a f how ranked number one defense their defense is. I don't care if they got the best defensive player in the league, which they don't because the best defensive player in the league plays for the San Francisco 49ers. Do you know who that is? Fred Warner. Fred motherfucking Warner, baby! This dude reading my mind! That's what I'm talking about! Sorry. <laughs> I, bring it back I bet this morning, uh, I haven't put this out on our things yet, for a Fred Warner Defensive Player of the Year, plus 2,200 right now. How did so, you know I was talking about Fred? Because you watch film. Because I, you watch film. Listen. I don't give a f what his PFF grades are every week. That monster is playing top-notch football. He's everywhere. Did you, did you see what Steve Wilkes said about him yesterday? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. So they asked him, do you think Fred Warner is the leader of the defense? And he goes, I don't want to misspeak or overspeak here. Fred Warner's the leader of the team. Team. And, team. But, but, but we have we not said without Fred – in his game time speech, this team plays different. different. It's the same thing. Without that, this team is a little off-kiltered. I don't care if you're on special teams, offense, and now we're going to get to the defense. Before we do that, John, I do want to pay the bills. Shout out to everybody out there. Listen, we're going to read a couple of Super Chats, and I want to pay the bills. Look. Sponsored by Residency.com. Use the promo code SFBreezy. Go ahead and get you one of them fresh residency caps. I'm sorry you missed residency day, but they still got a sale going on. Again, www.residency.com. Use that promo code SFBreezy. The link is also in the description of the show if you want to click on it. And I will work on putting the link inside the comment chat so you can click on it. Go ahead and check it out, man. They got some dope hats. If you want to rock the hats that your favorite players are wearing and your two favorite content creators are wearing. That's what's up. Now, I got to let reference. you know, you're not going to look as good as us. Like You're going to look good. Just let and know. you're going to get compliments, but right. you don't look this good. It's just not going to happen. It's so not going to happen. Now, if you do want to look this good, send us an email. We'll hook you up. But we'll tell you how you can get this good looking. All right. John, uh, speaking of paying bills, 49er player has to pay a bill this week. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty hefty bill, too. Um, now it's 13, oh, it's almost $14,000 per Jeremy Fowler. Uh, and so let's talk about this real quick, John. We don't got to spend much time on it. We know what happened. We know how we feel. Uh, I, I think it's going to always be that. I'm sure George Kittle will have zero problems paying this fine each and every time they play. Will this number go up though? If they see each other in the playoffs and he wears this. Oh, you, you shouldn't have started it. And as soon as, you know, my Micah opened his damn mouth to say that's disrespectful. Now it's personal. Like, dude, come on. You can't show weakness in when you're in front of a bear. You got to stand strong. And you miss that opportunity. And so you're just showing how weak you are emotionally. Like, you can't invite that in. And so I'm just saying. It, it's 
No, you cannot do that. You cannot do that to Kittle. You can't. It's it's a game to him, and you just showed you're weak. Now what's he going to do? Yeah, you, you're, you're dumb, man. Kittle they just, just don't know. They're not smart. No, Kittle just paid $14,000 for some more mind control, bro. Listen, you, you want to know why I'm cheesing and smiling and dancing in my feet? <laughs> because when they asked Kyle Shanahan about this, and did he care? It's WWE. It's, it's entertainment. W, it's entertainment. It's WWE. Kyle Shanahan has to be. I think there are so many players in this league that want to be on this team just because of the culture and the support they get from the head coach. Now, listen, he will get in that ass. But my point is this 49ers team is having so much fun out there, John, that Kyle is having fun with them. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they see each other in the playoffs because Dallas will have to come back to California if the whole team is wearing F Dallas t-shirts. Golly, man. Break the record for most <laughs> fines ever. But they, they've done this in the past. Another they got fined for wearing Bobby Turner shirts yes, that yes. weren't whatever. They've been yes. fined for wearing Debo shirts. They've yes. been fined for – they don't give a damn. It's culture above everything else. And no, man, shout out to Gary Plummer who started the whole damn thing. He paid like, 50K. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, back. that's a lot of money. So that <laughs> back in 94. Yeah, that's for like, real. That's like five million. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a dollar to George Kittle when you look at it. We got some super chat contributions we want to get to before we get into the defense. Uh, there's the foghorn from everybody because there's so many. Peachy Brown Love says. It. TGIF to Breezy and John, I've seen almost every game this season around the NFL, and I don't see anyone who scares me. See you in Philly. Let's get these brownies, those brownies. Get six, faithful to the Bay, BB, and CC. Thank you so much, Peachy. Hey, John, this is from Eddie G and the Bulldogs. Oh, man, he's awesome. Yes. What's up, guys? Six and no coming, and nothing else needs to be said. Our guys talk with their pads, John. Our guys talk with their pads. Counting down to Jacksonville. Love y'all. John, I know you got some stuff going on at the home games, but please take this time to talk about the 49ers rush road trip down in Jacksonville. Man, we're pumped. Um, probably going to be one of our biggest parties we've ever thrown. We've got the honorable inconvenient truth frank gore coming to party with us the night before he's going to be available for autographs and things like that we're setting that up um tailgate the day of all those things and we're going to be in minnesota so if you're coming out next week we're not in cleveland this week next week we're going to be out in minnesota night before party tailgating right across the street from the stadium going to be incredible just head to 49ers rushroadtrip.com you can buy your tickets for every single event we have up already and it's all early bird pricing right now let me explain how it works Right now, everything is at its cheapest thing. As we get closer and we finish our counts and we start to reach our limits, we do have to raise the prices. That's just the way that it goes so we can control the crowd so everybody has a good time. So if you want to save money, you want to party with us, we throw a pretty good party. I don't think I'm good at a lot of things, Wayne. I think I'm pretty good at hanging out with people and having fun. Um, I think that's kind of our our, our our gifts to the community. And so yes. come have a good time with us. If I don't think you'll regret it. Um, we, we get a lot of positives. So anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that. I, I will say this. I won't be there in Minnesota because I have to – I have obligations, right? But I definitely will be in Jacksonville. But listen, if you are there with John, 
and that crew, the experience is to die for. It's like going to uh, a freaking arcade safe space where you can mesh with 49er faithful. There are always some, some, some ops in the crowd. But you will have the greatest experience. The food is good. The beverages are good. The experience is good. You can win free stuff. That's good. Guys, you get a free damn raffle ticket if you just sign up and and, and, and participate. And then you can always purchase more and have more chances of winning. Listen, the gifts, the giveaways, everything is fine. If you're 49 and faithful, this is the place you want to be. I know there are a lot of other tailgates, especially out there during the home games. But I'm telling you right now. You want to be here. And now we added TV so you can watch the games and keep up with your fantasy football. And for everybody that was at this last one, stop hogging the fucking TVs. Y'all got to make space so everybody can see. Shoot. And you know what? Next time I'm just going to get in front of everybody else because I'll be keeping track of my fantasy We got football. three. We might have to get more. It's no, just we don't like... got to get more. People just need to stand back. That's it. No, I love everybody. It was a great time, man. Great time. Great time. Great time. All right. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Go ahead and check it out. John Defense wins championships. I didn't finish the contributions. We'll finish the rest by the end of, at the end of the show. Defense wins championships, John. If that's the case, the Niners are in a great position. Now, the Browns are great. Okay, and I, so let's go through. Let's talk about what they're amazing at. And again, we talked about their opponents, but still really, really good. I think their best thing that they have going for them is they are number one in quarterback hits. Um, 18.9%. So that's one out of every five dropbacks. They are hitting the quarterback. And they're not doing it by blitzing a lot. They don't blitz very often. Uh, that That's not really their tendencies. Here's their blitz rate. Um, against Baltimore, they blitz five times. Tennessee, eight. Pittsburgh, 10. Cincinnati, 13. So the less mobile a quarterback is, the more they blitz. Where does Brock Purdy fit into that scheme? I'd say around Mitch Trubisky um, and a hobbled uh, Joe Burrow. So I'm expecting kind of 10 to 12 blitzes this game. Um, if it's competitive, it might jump up if it's not competitive. But they're just really, really good at stopping runs it's stopping the they're very good their coverage is great but here's what's weird there's a lot of issues inside their defense that is difficult to explain okay they're terrible against motions and, and shout out you know Doug Farrar and Greg Cusell two of the best that do it in the business you know they really? put this they're awesome listen to this and I started going through the tape the Browns have allowed 1.4 yards per rush with no motions Okay. They've allowed four and a half yards with motion. Guess who pre-motions the most in the NFL? The 49ers. John, <clears throat> you know what's funny? A lot of people felt like the offense or the game plan has been pretty damn vanilla the first four to five weeks of the NFL. Least amount of motions, not much going on, whatever, whatever. I feel like the Niners, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, had this game. So the, all the data that we talk about on this show, they know, right? So what if Kyle Shanahan basically was just like, you know what? We're going to beat the teams pretty much straight up. We're going to run the ball. We might motion a guy here or there, motion a tight end, check to see. The Niners know they're going to play man. 
they they know they're going to be in zone what if this week though we see more motions and more confusion from their defense because that's what motions do it's gonna happen man and you know again I, i talked earlier about how great jim schwartz defense is and how sound it is and it is sound it's incredible. However, when you motion, they do not transition well. They really, really don't. You can really take advantage of lots of different issues because they mess up. There are busted coverages. They do put themselves out of position. Their communication is not fluid after motions. So you can mess with them pre-snap. And even if you don't get them out of alignment, you a lot of times pre-snap motion is just to get them thinking. And if you're thinking, now you're a little hesitant. We do that better than anybody. We motion more than everybody. We do it better than anybody. They've had a bye week, which I think is important because they've been able to practice this. But, man, they better be on their A game because it's test time come Sunday. And if they hesitate, they're going to get popped in the mouth and they're going to give up a lot of explosives. But you said that they're able to practice this, but they don't have the same type of personnel to practice the motions to get their defense ready. I mean, yeah, you got Jerome Ford, you got Kareem Hunt, you got Pierre Strong, but none of those guys are Christian McCaffrey. None of those they don't they have David Njoku, but he's not George Kittle. They have they have pieces on the offense. I mean, I like Amari Cooper as far as their receivers. I think they got Elijah Moore who they picked up. So they have some weapons. Correct. But they're not I mean, I, they're not lining. Uh, they may line Elijah Moore up in the backfield or whatever, like a Debo Samuel, but he would get crushed if he's he don't ball break. Shifty. He's yeah. not. Right. Right. I'm, so what I'm saying is, like, they can practice it, but how effective would it be when they face the real deal? Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot faster. That's one of the things that's pretty unique about Shanahan offense, and you could even throw Miami in this conversation if you want to. Okay. It's just – you know, these double pre-snap motions. A lot of teams will, you know, one motion. No, 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 no. We're going to set up the offensive strength. And so if you're making a defensive pass coverage call, you've got a Liz call. Left side is the passing strength. We've got three guys over there. They motion one, and then you make an adjustment. Okay, now we're a balanced look secondary coverage-wise. Then they're going to motion again and snap while in the second motion. So we had a Liz call, left passing strength, but it Liz. turns out we've got three eligibles on the right side. We're adjusting by the fly, and it just it just changes things. It just puts you in a unique, weird position that's very difficult to practice and rep at full speed. It's difficult. I used to hate playing these teams, and you know I was a DC by nature. Eventually became a head coach, and I would tell my offensive guys as many motions as you can put in. Spend one day and just motion galore. And just give as many different reps as you can out of like the same, like it's the same play, but just add a motion. It kills defense. It kills defense. It changes the gaps. So now your run game's not strong. It changes your pass leverages. It just causes issues that you have to react to. And you can't practice for it. You can't. I agree. Uh, it's, I agree. I agree. What's some other strengths of their defense? Because you talk about their pass rush, I like their linebackers. I know a lot of people not talk about it. And I also like, I think their secondary is young but efficient. Like, I think their secondary is pretty good. Yes. Um, so let's talk more about, like, how built they are on the defensive side and some of the things we need to look out for defensively. You know, you look at just what they feel, what they put on the field, 
Okay. They've got their, I would argue their two best players are Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith, They're both great pass rushers. It starts there. But they've got studs everywhere. You talked about their secondary. We haven't even said Jeremiah Owusu Koromora. Right. <laughs> that dude. There ain't nobody in the NFL like him. He's one of a kind, and there's nobody else. He's a linebacker, nickel, safety, corner, edge rusher, and he is good in coverage. You look at their safeties. Juan Thornhill, who was with the Chiefs for a long time, won Super Bowls with them. They want him as their free safety. They want him in the single high. They want to bring Grant Delpit down. But the motions can force them out of what they want to do. They're not interchangeable. Grant Delpit's a good box player. He's not a good free safety. Well, we're going to manipulate him, and, and we're going to force Thornhill down, and we're going to put 22 on the backside just by our motions. We're going to make him be uncomfortable. Now, I will say this. Brock Purdy's going to get hit this game. Whether you want to or not, Brock Purdy's going to take hits. They're yeah. just too damn good. And you can over-leverage situations if you can buy time. Sacks are going to happen. This game... The, we we kept Brock upright last week. There was one sack for like two yards, and it was a busted play. They predicate their entire game plan on hitting the quarterback. Brock's going to take some hits. You got to you know mitigate that and allow that to be a number you're comfortable with. And you know Brock, one of his best traits is just fading when the pressure is coming. He doesn't mm -hmm. take the full hit very often. So if he can keep doing that, step away, pocket navigation under pressure. You, you know, not allow those bone crushing hits. Niners going to be just fine. I agree. I agree. Now, defensively from the 49ers, right? And you look at the team offensively from the Browns. We know they're ranked bottom of the league offensively. Um, they're, they're, they're like 20 in the 20s. Let's just leave it at that. 22 to 26. Let's just leave it at that. Um, let's talk about this Niners defense because you talked a little bit earlier. You talked about why you love Steve Wilkes. You talked about the cover threes, the cover fours. That's that's our that's our scheme. Now, how we play out of it, disguising, robbers, uh, sky zones, all that type of stuff, all that stuff will happen. Like safety, whatever. How are the Niners, how do the Niners need to attack this offense? Um, or do they play passive and, and allow the offense see what the offense is giving them? Yeah, I think the number one thing is the only way the Browns offense can have success is explosive plays. You just got to limit that and just buy your time. It was like with Dak last week. Just one, I mean, you didn't give up a first down in the first four possessions, which was crazy. But once the turnover started, it was over. And then they had to press the issue to try to come back. So all you got to do is just do you. You don't have to do anything exotic. You don't need to install a bunch of stuff this week. You don't need to do that. We guarantee we don't give up the explosives. Eventually, the ball is going to come to us. Uh, you know, and again, this is with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. The Browns' offense have the most turnovers in the NFL. They're tied for dead last. Now you're bringing in PJ Walker, who I like PJ Walker, but he has more touch or more interceptions than he does touchdown passes for his career. He has more sacks than he has touchdown passes for his career. So this is somebody that holds the ball and puts the ball in jeopardy. So you just got to wait. You just got I want a lot of, you know, quarters. I want a lot of cover six. I want back. If they could run the ball against our front, then we make adjustments. I'm right. not quite so sure they're going to be able to do that. But if you could keep that three deep zone or cover four or cover six with stopping the run within our nickel package, 
this game's going to get out of hand so damn quick. It's going to get out of hand so quick because turnovers are going to come. If the Niners score 13 points, this game's over is the way I see it. I think the Niners will probably spend a lot of time in the cover six out of the nickel. Um, if I'm looking at if I'm looking at what I think the Cleveland Browns are going to try to do, they're going to try to come out, start the game with three wideouts. Who they're putting in that slot would be the key um, because that feel like that's where they feel like they can attack the 49. They want they want to test the slot. They want to test the nickel. So big game for Isaiah Oliver. I believe he'll get the start at the nickel. I believe he earned it. So. Oh, yeah. So big game because I can see Cooper in the slot. Now, will PJ Walker be able to get him the ball? I mean, it's his quickest read, right? So that's going to be the question, right? Like, how will PJ Walker be able to attack the 49ers? You got a big body uh, nickel back on a big body wide receiver. I like the matchup. Now, if they switch it up and they put Elijah Moore in the slot, I feel like that is a mismatch. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, Elijah Moore's a hell of a player. Um, he and Cooper are both players that are front runners um, just by nature. If they're frazzled, their play goes down big time. So you can't let them get comfortable. can't let them build on that confidence. And the way that you do that against skill position players is you hit them in the face. You just keep popping them, which we're better at than anybody. So, you, I mean, they, they have some advantages. Cooper's one of the best route runners in the NFL, period, still to yeah, this day. Um, now his yards after the catch that changes it, 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 a lot of times he can disappear in games. If he feels uncomfortable, this could be one of those games. I have Cooper in a couple fantasy leagues. I'm sitting him this week. He's sitting this week. Yeah. Yeah. Like not now he could have 12 targets, but are they going to be good targets? You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I don't know. I, I think if the Browns can't establish the run, this game has no business taking place. I don't know how they're going to do that. And I don't think that Steve Wilkes is going to overcommit to the run because of explosive plays. Like, he's going to sit back, and he's going to say, look, we're going to challenge these guys if they can run the ball against our front six in our nickel situation. If they can do that, here are the adjustments we'll make. We're not making these adjustments until the third third series. So we're going to see what our defense can do in our base and nickel situation with Two safeties back or one safety back and they drop, which Wilkes has been doing that more than I've ever seen with this 49ers defense in the past 10 years, where we have Tayshawn Gibson down in the box and mm -hmm. at the snap, he freaking bells. We have that's a new staple, a new wrinkle that Wilkes has brought because your pre snap read says, okay, we got eight men in the box here. And then you snap it and it's like, oh crap, that's the, the Fred Warner sack play was on exactly that. And so you confuse Dak on third down. You got a sack out of it. So PJ Walker can be confused. There's no doubt about that. He just doesn't have the snaps. He's he's almost 30 years old, but what's what's he played in? Like seven, he has seven career starts, I think. Yeah. So you can confuse him. And that's the thing, right? Because no one knows PJ Walker better than Steve Wilkes on this team. Like, you know, and I see Dre Diddy 83S uh about Wilkes and PJ Walker. Yeah, man. PJ Wilkes coached him. Uh, and Christian McCaffrey knows him, and 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 you know some of these other plays, right? So Sam Darnold, right? So like you look at that and you say to yourself, okay, all right, all right. Wilkes has that upper echelon. Now, if you're factoring in any of the historical data to this, 49ers haven't won in Cleveland since '84. Jim Schwartz is eight and one against the 49ers. Does any of that make any difference in 2023? 
you got to look at those teams. And, you. you know, it, last time we played against it was 2020. We all remember 2020. That was when everybody was busted and yeah. whatever else. And I th- we had Nick Mullins out there. It's different. You would put any team, and I'll say this right now. I wasn't even prepping for this. And one of those teams was the um, 2016 Falcons, right? Which went on to the Super Bowl and lost whatever else. I'll put this damn team ahead of them any day of the week. Yeah. Any day of the week. And that Eagles team was really, really good that he was coaching against them. But with where we are now, I don't care what other teams are going to do. The only thing that can stop the 49ers is the 49ers. That's it. That's it. That's it. Look at Chrissy. Look at Chrissy. Chrissy says, I guess I can't wear my PJs on Sunday. Nope. You're going to have to wear boxer briefs or something. (laughs) Something totally different. Because that's what we're going to come out to do uh, in boxing. We did beat them um, in 2019 at home. But in Cleveland, we haven't won since 84. Haven't won since 84. John broke it down, though. He said you got to look at those teams. You know, Cleveland is one of the most prestigious teams, one of the first teams created when the NFL was here. So they've played a little bit longer. And so you go back to 84. I was three years old in 84, bro. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah, they um, haven't experienced a lot of winning up there. That's what all right. I, I got. Say. I got to ask this question, right? It's a fantasy football question. Oh, you have to start one of these defenses. You have both defenses on your team, and you you have to start the Niners or the Cleveland Browns. And you know the Cleveland Browns are number one in defense, and the Niners are number three. But which defense are you starting? It's not even close, man. It's the 49ers. It's the one with the 10-point spread that leads the NFL in turnovers. Yeah, it's simple. That is simple. There you have it. There you have it. Can you imagine people sitting the 49ers defense last week against the Cowboys because they thought the Cowboys would do well? I had had the Browns defense, and I dropped them. (laughs) I picked up a different defense. They don't get turnovers. They don't get the turnovers. And I feel like they'll be – speaking of turnovers – we had, what, four turnovers last week? Yes, because I bet under three and a half turnovers, and we went and got four. So, so. give me the same number. Three and a half turnovers in this game, over or under? Oof. Oh, I love I'm it. Under. I'm going to take under. I'll no. Take under you don't think we'll get over? No, that's that's rare territory to force four turnovers in one game. John, no. can, I, can I say, I don't know if you know this stat. Do you know that the Cleveland Browns have a total of 10 giveaways this year? Five interceptions, five fumbles. John, they fumbled the ball, John. And now Deshaun Watson isn't even back there. I I feel like, and I'm not saying it's going to be 10 turnovers, but I feel like that number three and a half, I think the Niners can get. I think the Niners might creep at four again. I'm thinking there's I mean, going to be a sack fumble. in the game is huge. It is huge. But this will, oh, my gosh. You said that Steve Wilkes said that the one thing he's yeah. going to focus on is what? Yeah, get turnovers, limit big plays. That's it. So if he limits the big plays and gets, all right. We so got a think, turnover with our backups, and that was the funniest thing. Against Arn, their starters, Arn we Burks got a pick. With a pick. I'm just That's saying. Cool. Look, I'm thinking two picks, two fumble recoveries. That's I my fault. That. Uh, my stat for like, you know, I try to play this exercise where what has to happen for the Browns to win this game? They got to be plus two in the turnover margin. 
I don't see that happen. They got to establish the run. They got to be plus two in the turnover margin, and they got to hit Brock Purdy a lot of times. A lot of times. A lot of times. We got some super chat contributions before John closes us out, ladies and gentlemen. Red and gold, red and gold, red and gold. Blood it. They done. Hold on. <laughs> up Brandon, CMC and Kittle, all 100 plus yards from scrimmage. Don't give us a reason. He's going back to those comments by the defensive players that's put out there in the atmosphere. Gosh, man. Why would they do that? Why would I they do that? I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Coco Puff, go ahead and read this one, John. We'll alternate. Everybody say they're the number one defense until they see the Niners. Yeah, Cowboys were number one. Now they're eight. Like, they dropped down, like, one-third of the NFL uh, or a quarter of the NFL. I'm smart. Um, after they played us. So, yeah, and I do not expect. You, you look at the quarterbacks that they have played. You know, Lamar Jackson had their way with them. But before that, it was Ryan Tannehill. It was, uh, what's his name? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. And it was a hobbled Joe Burrow. And hobbled. they lost They lost to Kenny Pickett, and they yeah. lost to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Now they got to see the best quarterback in the NFL. Boom. There it is. Wait a minute. You can't say boom without the... Hey, all right, Ishmael, hashtag BB, hashtag CC. We got a chance to meet Ishmael, right? This is the best 49ers team I've ever witnessed. We're shutting these Browns out. Bam. Uh, that's a dog statement right there. That's a, uh, I feel the growl. I feel it. Christy Marie, go ahead, John. She says, I can throw a little five on it. Here we go. But, but there we go. I love that. Uh, happy she, Friday, guys. Love the show and all the hashtag BBs. We're going to be six and no. Love the emojis. Thank you, Christy. She's Man, it's hard not emojis. to see it. It is hard not to see six and no on the horizon. Niners just got to take care of business. Taking care of business. It's funny how she said I can throw a little five on it. And when I asked you about number five playing, you said it will be limited. I don't know if she made that correlation. I don't know if that's what it she, works. It's, it it's works. just how we do, you know, when you're creative. Geo Kane, he says, what about that Saturday night, John? You could take this one before the Jags game. Are y'all going to a sports bar? We are going to be at the underbelly. Uh, it was hard to find a spot close to the stadium. It's one mile to the stadium um, in Jacksonville that could fit um, the several hundred people. We're going to be there and all that stuff. So we're going to be at underbelly. Uh, the night before, so that's where we're going to be, um, which is going to be an absolute blast. Come party with Frank Gore. Are you kidding me? The Oof. underbelly. Get in Oof. the underbelly. All right. Um, here's a question, right? And this is from Jason Hess. And, John, I want to get your honest opinion. And here we go. Why is McCaffrey parents in the cozy box seats and Purdy's parents – did you see the story about – we were at the game, so we didn't get a chance to see the story. Did you watch the game again? No, no, okay. I missed, I, no, no, no. So I Purdy's, watched all 22, but there's no okay. sound. So Purdy's parents apparently work on Sundays. They sell hot tubs and spas, which I guess Sunday's their best-selling day. So they had put on the 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 store that they're going to be away this weekend watching their son play football, blah, 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 check back in with us. And so I just thought that was kind of funny because I'm like, 
Can't y'all open the other six days of the week? Can't y'all? I, I, maybe Sunday's just a good selling day for hot tubs and spas. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I'd check. say this, Jason. There's a big difference when your dad was a Hall of Famer, Famer. works for Sirius, works for the NFL. Your son is the highest paid running back in the NFL. Brock Purdy is not even counted on the 49ers top 51 salary cap. He he's, is. He's at way the down. 700,000, right? That's why they're sitting where they're sitting. That's why I sit where I sit, which is really high up there. Do you think, uh, do you think they pay for those box seats? Usually you get a couple free ones. Um, really? They give out free box seats? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 no, no. CMC is paying for those. Okay. No, they don't. They don't do that. They don't. So CMC is paying for his dad and mom. But his his family's very wealthy anyway. They're all pro athletes in the whole damn family. That's true. That's true. From track to football. Yeah, yeah. It's different. It's different. They're not selling hot tubs on the weekend. That's what I'm saying. Not that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying. It's not a bad thing. I just felt like Sundays no work. They gotta they gotta adapt the Chick Fil A model. Like you don't work on Sunday because yeah. my son is playing football now. In two years, you know you have to complete three years before you're allowed to enter contract renegotiation uh, out of the, your rookie deal. So in two years, Purdy's family will be in a box. But you gotta wait uh, yeah. two more years. I agree. And then Jax Knox caps off the super chat contributions with She's consistent seventeen and zero. It's oh, it's amazing, dude. It's amazing how. Damn, because I'm looking at the schedule and I'm saying beat the Browns, beat the Vikings. Remember, I had us losing to the Vikings because of the travel, the back to back. I had us losing no to the more. Vikings. Not anymore. Not no and more. And then we get a then we get a buy. No, then we got Cincinnati at home. Then we get the buy, and I don't think Cincinnati's still Cincinnati yet. They may be by you week. started to see some of it, but yeah, they're still. They ain't playing nobody really either. They haven't played this defense. I mean, they played the Browns defense and lost. But like you said, it is what it is. John, what a great show. Let everybody know what you got going on for the weekend. This weekend, I know you got a tons of shows. Uh, before you do that, make sure you tune back in 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to the No Harm, No File show with myself and Mike Andrews. Ooh, we I will be Mike. it's He's face dude, it's man. face off friday it's nick bosa versus miles garrett uh you don't want to miss that episode all right john let us know where they can find you where you're going to be next and take us home baby yeah 49ers rush uh just wherever you are instagram twitter um potty audio podcast just check us out there and i gotta say wayne every single time i log into twitter or youtube you are live it is incredible what you do for this community. And every time I'm just like, damn, how does he do it? Because I can't do what you do the amount of times that you do it. I can't sure keep you this can. energy. You are always at that energy, unless you're sleeping. You're sleeping or you're at that energy. Like, those are the two Waynes. There is no in-between, man. Um, and that's okay. And, uh, we appreciate all that you do for the community because it, it's absolutely awesome. But enjoy this weekend. This is going to be fun, and you're going to put on another show for the NFL on who the true number one defense in the NFL is. And if you ever do get ranked ahead of us, you better watch your back because we're going to mess you up. That's just what the Niners do. Do not give them a reason to be pissed. And you keep talking your trash, no matter who you are, guess what? You're going to get punched in the face, maybe literally by Trent Williams. Uh, but I'm just saying, it's coming. But that's going to do it for us here. Wayne, you are the best in the business. This community is 
Thank you for letting me be a part of that. But until next time. Oh, you got one more? Yeah, I, I, you, you got to give a score prediction. Big Papa, what's going oh. on, brother? Oh, man, I want to say 31. Uh-huh. I want to say 12. 31 okay. to 12. All I, field I know goals. 12's weird. No. no, I don't think so. I think they get a touchdown, go for two, and then two field goals. See, you made it so much complicated, dude. They get, God, they get three field goals in this game. We get one. I got 38 to nine. Oh, man. I don't think the Niners defense even gives up a touchdown. Gosh, that would make me happy. That, that would, would make the Niners happy. defense, scoring defense, still number one if they only give up nine points. Yeah, especially whenever the team you're playing against, you put up all those, you blow them out of the water. Niners going to be up top for a while. Defense I would ranks. prefer if they only gave up one touchdown and nothing else, but I think it's going to be a couple of field goals, a few field goals. Yeah, and the ball bounce is weird. You know, it the does. ball bounce is weird sometimes. We got lucky it bounced in last time. Uh, right, we got lucky right. that one. So. What a bounce, man. Looked like it hit somebody, and it took a dead stop. And shout out to Kevin Givens. Speaking of Kevin Givens, I'm going to need Madden to tune his dumb ass up, too, because he – no, 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 no. Because it was a forced fumble, right? And Kevin Givens stood over the ball – and like he was squatting, taking the turd. That's what it looked like. He just sat there, and they got the ball. That was when the game turned and it just started going haywire. Like the AI couldn't figure out why Kevin Givens just stood there. John, take us home, bro. I'm sorry about that. You had no. the perfect ending. Hey, this is incredible. This community is incredible. Until next time, as always, stay strong, faithful. Peace out, y'all. What a great show. I be sipping gold bar, whiskey on the rocks, and a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy be tipping nonstop, sounding like Trent Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop, we be banging through your speakers. We ain't breezy on the fitter in the bleachers. You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher. We ain't breezy, the phone I preacher.